0: Welcome to Dig It. This is Edge with my co host Corey Lynn of Corey's Digs. How are you today, Corey?
1: I'm hanging in there, <laughs> going yep. on about no sleep. How about you? <laughs> oh
0: same same it's hectic over here trying to uh close on a house move uh s- homeschooling it- it's wild yeah wild you and got crazy. a lot
1: going on so we're actually not gonna have a podcast next week because edgy poo will be moving
0: yep 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 but i'll be in my new place when i come back that's a so new awesome. state of mind yay you gotta see this view it's amazing rolling nice. fields Antelopes, mountains, that's exactly what I need.
1: I want pictures. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. So we got a lot to get into today. Actually, there's just two main topics with a lot of offshoots that we're going to talk about But we're going to go into depth on the Inflation Reduction Act, which entails everything from the IRS to the EPA to the massive spending on, you know, climate hoax slush funds to the effects this is going to have, obviously, on raising inflation, um, but Uh also talking about our food and fuel supply. And then I'm going to get into this whole Trump raid, what it's all about, some major details about it that we should go over, and implications as far as how this is going to affect the 2022 elections and the 2024 elections. So we got a lot to get into.
1: Yes, we do. So everyone's going to have to just bear with me as I ramble through this because I was up most of the night reading through this 755 page nightmare um, and writing down notes. So I literally have eight pages of notes and I'm going to read some and then I'll interject some thoughts and I'm sure edge will have some interjections too. I'm not showing a handful of sections. I obviously could not read all 755 pages, but I probably made it through about 450 or 500. <laughs>
0: So. You, you got to pass it in the house in order to know what's in it, right? <laughs>
1: That's right. Yes, in a fifty all Dems, fifty no Republicans, and a Kamala for the for the uh, win. There, they passed this nightmare, which is really just the Green New Deal. It's the Inflation Increase Act, not the Inflation Reduction Act. All seven hundred and fifty billion of it. It's it's such a joke, dude. So they did nothing to help us with our food supply supply chain, which we knew. I mean, that's a given, but it's just comical reading their language and how they do this. And so I wanted to like go over some key language because I feel like, especially obviously in your legacy crap media they always just list it out well this much is going to do this to benefit you and this is going to do this to benefit you well let's look at the actual details and language of what this stuff is really about so uh we got basically just real quick most people are already aware of the 15% tax increase on large corps with 1% tax on stock buybacks uh they say that this is going to raise 700 billion over 10 years but they're going to spend 430 billion of it on reducing carbon emissions and which... they
0: kept they kept the loophole like they, they i mean they didn't and they they didn't go after certain corporations because of this one uh, provision i think which was the loophole right that was going to basically mm-hmm. um allow their their buddies in big business to still get their, um, tax benefits while really hurting the rest of us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, to remember is a lot of these, uh, billion, all, almost all of the corrupt billionaires have nonprofits that they funnel their money through. So, so when they sit there and Bill Gates says, oh yes, I do think us rich should be taxed higher. Well, how much of his money it's not even his money we'll just say you know deep state cia is actually taxable because dude's got immunity across the board on many of them and the others are nonprofits. profits so it's just you know it's theater so anyway so let me uh all right so let me skip around here we got um Alleged their alleged plan here is to, you know, reduce carbon emissions by 40% by 2030. That's what they're saying this is going to accomplish. And somehow by pulling all of this off and uh switching over our energy systems is going to uh save us on inflation, which is which is a crock. And one thing I will note just right out the bat off the bat is I'm I was looking specifically for regulations right for stuff that they plan on putting in place versus data collection grants, subsidies uh because that makes a difference legal wise moving forward so the bulk of this is actually grants it's all about yeah. credits and incentives mm-hmm. and we're going to give the states money for this this and that uh, and the states need to say, no, 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 we won't take it. You know, John Rappaport, I like rarely have time to read uh, other people's work. It's terrible, but I'm just always, you know, researching and writing and whatnot. And so, but he just did this uh, short article. It, it was brilliant saying how, you know, a state needs to step up and take the reins on uh creating a system within their state where they're saying no to this crap and this is how we're doing our energy supply here and look at how great we're doing and create a model system so that other states will follow along because that's how they get them is these grants and these subsidies you know Mm -hmm. and then they're sucked in and then they they turn that into a regulation so so let's kick off though with uh page page 37 you can go way back now oh okay (laughs) with uh let's kick off with the wonderful irs oh the uh the, the mafia who illegally collects blood money from people who sign their tax forms um but are making wages and they now are going to hire i don't know I haven't found the 2021 treasury report yet because I didn't have time to look for it, but apparently the numbers are specific in there. Uh, But I've seen everyone say anything from 70,000 to 86,000 new hires for the IRS. Uh, Now there's breakdowns of the, of the section of the spending of where this is going to. So we've got, um, and, and the language in here is really interesting. So we've got, Nearly 3.2 billion to remain. So, so throughout almost this entire thing, with the exception of a few that might say through 2024, almost all of them run through September 30th, 2031. That's an and, interesting and, date. And, and right in all categories, they want to make sure they achieve their 2030 goal. Yep. So enforcement. So we have enforcement operations, business systems, task force, yada, yada. Enforcement, $45.6 billion includes collection, legal and litigation, conduct criminal investigations, include investigative technology, and let's not forget, they in 2018, the IRS had a contract with Palantir, so <laughs> AI, we know where that's all heading. And this is a good one, provide digital asset monitoring and compliance activities. So that should be interesting moving forward. They want to enforce criminal statutes, purchase and hire passenger motor vehicles. I looked up their budget in uh 2022 and they have their their fleet um I'm blanking out on what it's called. I'm sure other people know what it's that the something other management fleet that they have. It was like 2400 vehicles there and then they had a few hundred other vehicles. So apparently they're planning on boosting that up now to even more vehicles so they can go out and hunt everyone down uh operations support 25.3 billion business systems modernization that should be a good one 4.8 billion task force to design an irs run (laughs) free ah free so you can give them their blood money uh direct e-file tax return system mobile friendly and they want 15 million for that when i looked under their 2022 budget they talked all about the digital identity and how they're gonna roll this system out so
0: remember we talked about this with regards to the biometrics report that i did about how the irs tried to get everybody to sign up to id me and use face biometrics like face scans uh facial recognition in order to log in to you know whether it was to obtain your tax information or file your taxes and whatnot and there was so much pushback on that looks like they're clearly going for this again with more funding
1: yeah they didn't use the word biometrics but they did use the word digital identity and how they're gonna create this whole wonderful wonderful system for us to make it convenient So, uh, so then we got the office of tax policy at 104.5 million, uh, for the department of treasury to promulgate regulations, we've got us tax court, 153 million and the treasury department offices, 50 million for, uh, what did I write down here? God, if you guys could see my chicken scratch uh for treasury oversight and implementation support so so i skipped uh i skipped over the health section because I, I i couldn't possibly hit on all these different sections in 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 overnight um but i did keyword uh vaccine, which was used thirty six times and they do talk about the adult vaccine program as now I just want to clarify, because a while back I was seeing people um, share some information on that, saying that they're creating this new adult vaccine program. And whereas I do not doubt moving forward, they are going to try to implement some sort of mandatory thing. That's not what this is actually about. This is about the insurance aspect of it. And they want to make sure that we don't have deductibles or we can get it free because they want those. They want everyone injected.
0: Right, they're they're, they're yeah. trying to move towards you know the original Obamacare, right? Um, the universal healthcare system, which they have just had wet dreams about since Obama days, mm-hmm. and this is actually just kind of more funding to move in that direction, don't you think?
1: Oh, absolutely. So they've they've got. So, uh, that's a key word I should have done was subsidies because that's all over the place. Um, but we've got. <laughs> credit is the big keyword in here at 433 times. I know I'm a goof. I always keyword stuff just because I want to see, you know, I'll always have like a dozen keywords in my mind of what I know they're going to be talking about. And I want to kind of see what they put the most emphasis on. So, um, this is all about credit, you know, credits for this and credits for that. And, Mm -hmm. and this is how we're going to sell communities and people on this. So so moving forward to page 246 um section on energy security basically incre- they they're doing increases in energy credits for facilities and housing, you know, fuel credits are extended uh let's see clean hydrogen individuals let's see energy efficient homes they have this whole big home program which I think I have in my notes later on um page what do I have here page 421 clean energy manufacturing and energy security 10 billion to establish a program to award certifications for qualified investments eligible for credits uh it's just there's so much money flowing through here uh page 549 so here we get into like agriculture nutrition and forestry uh again all of this funding runs through 20 you know end of september 2031 and we've got 8.5 billion for the secretary of agriculture to determine which programs and proposals for uh diet and feed management To reduce enteric methane emissions from ruminants and to improve soil carbon, reduce nitrogen losses, reduce or capture uh, or avoid carbon dioxide, methane, nitrous oxide emissions associated with agriculture production. So emissions from animals and soil and all that good stuff. They got that in here. 1.4 1.4 billion uh, conservation easement program that concerns me uh, for easements or interests in land to reduce emissions mm. uh, over five billion to agriculture producers and private forest land projects to reduce emissions. So we can see where that could potentially go. As well, far we've as seen where it's going.
0: Yeah, Netherlands yeah. all you have to do is look to the Netherlands to understand where this is going. I mean, this is spreading everywhere to the UK and to the other other areas. Um particularly in in Europe where they are try- and uh, in like New Zealand and places they're, where they're cutting everything by 30% to try and meet these, you know, COP26 climate goals and stuff, right? So, yeah, land grabs of farmers cutting making the farmers cut their cattle and you know sheep by 30 percent all of these types of regulations to so-called uh fix the environment with you know fix the carbon emissions or whatever from cow farts but really it's gonna end up reducing the food supply by at least 30 percent does it not
1: yeah uh Actually, pull up that one tweet I sent you, uh, where he talks about the Netherlands. And this was Peter Sweden, uh, did a write up on this showing that the Netherlands government will force 11,200 livestock farms to shut in a senseless bid to combat global warming. Another 17,000 farmers must reduce stock animals. So, uh,
0: yeah. And then another thing to point out is that the Dutch, uh, you know, that they're the world's second largest exporter of agricultural products. And so this is not just a Netherlands problem. This is an everybody problem. We see how this is going to affect the food supply. Oh I think, yeah, I think reading Peter's um, article, it was something like one out of every five farms would be forced to shut down and one wow. out of every three farms in the Netherlands would be forced to cut back on their uh, livestock. Wow.
1: Wow. And then when you go through this bill and you look at it, you know, everything pertaining to agriculture is all about emissions. It's not about helping farmers. I found one section in here for $3.1 billion that was for uh, farm loan, immediate relief for borrowers with at-risk agriculture operations that'll provide payments For the cost of loans and loan modifications and then they have like this puny little 125 million which is basically just to essentially train uh, underserved farmers ranchers and forest land owners into the tactics they want them to know so so that's all that's really going into uh assistance with that so so we you know the rest of it is all about emissions yeah um let me look at my notes because now i just lost my page hang on because i jumped ahead (laughs) yes all right so energy agriculture here we go here we go um we've got uh oh no i already covered that one hang on hang on all right uh okay so here's one where they're they're gathering data and doing monitoring and tracking, which always means that they're going to roll out regulations after this, you know, this is step one. So we got $1.3 for the Natural Resources Conservation Service to collect field-based data to quantify emissions so they can use, you know, and then use this data to monitor and track. Uh, fund, funds also for underutilized renewable energy technologies. Um, what they consider underutilized. I don't know, but my brain's going in ten directions on what they mean with that. We got 7.7 7 billion for electric cooperative loans and financial assistance to reduce emissions on rural ele- electric systems. And then uh, and then I, I skip ahead to 595, page 595. Uh we got what is this one? I don't know. I write abbreviations and sometimes these abbreviations could represent about four different words. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's committee committee on energy and natural resource. So, so these whole house rebates they're rolling out 4.3 billion program. Now this they're referring to as a program, but they are awarding grants to States for, uh, energy offices for state energy offices to develop a home rebate program. So, you know, energy saving retrofits for states to adopt energy building codes. So this is one where it looks like, yes, it's grants, but they're going to quickly roll this all into, hey, if you do this, and and you show us what you can do here in your state with these homes and we get this together you're going to adopt this and you're now going to implement this through your building codes and states need to not take the bait and not do this this is the hardest part is people need to stay on top of their legislators obviously in blue states you're you're screwed uh because they all voted for this uh but not not one republican voted for this bill i believe right
0: Right. Not in the Senate. It still hasn't passed in the House yet. So um, we'll see what kind of turncoats we've got in the House.
1: Yeah. So we got $40 billion for the Department of Energy Loan Program's office, $3 billion for loans for expanding or establishing manufacturing facilities in U.S. to produce advanced technology vehicles, low or zero exhaust emissions. One of the things I will say is when they were getting into... Um, a lot of these different grants and programs. In a lot of areas, they stated that it all has to be done within the U.S., that that materials or minerals or, you know, products of the manufacturing cannot be done in foreign countries. So I did find that to be interesting. Um, Five billion for the energy infrastructure. Let's see. Then we've got, um, I mean, it's just an astronomical amount of Of funding towards uh you know clean energy allegedly uh electric vehicles they are moving again this was in the infrastructure bill they're now giving more money for the whole heavy duty vehicles and the ports to move everything into electric you know clean electric and all that good stuff uh we got seven billion through 2024 Greenhouse Gas Reduction Fund to grants to states, tribal municipalities. This is under the Clean Air Act. They do bring up the Clean Air Act several times, how they're now adding these um, these little programs or, or incentives in. Um, hang on, let me flip to my other page here. There's a lot of data aggregating going on, which indicates to me, you know, like I said before, that that's the first step. So they're going to try and move into the regulations once they have their engineered data. So then I get up to um, 697, page 697, where it gets real fun. And we've got greenhouse gas corporate reporting. Now this has been a big issue. There have been some who have tried to take this to court. I believe, I believe, who was it? Someone did take this to court, and the judge dismissed it, saying, "Well, they're just asking you to uh, to report in your greenhouse emissions. They're not setting regulations on you. If they go to set regulations on you, then come back to court. (laughs) Okay? They're still imposing."
0: you know, are you referring to the EPA SCOTUS ruling or is this a different court ruling that you're talking? about?
1: No, this was something separate. This okay. has to do with this, this push they're doing where they're trying to get uh, corporations to start reporting their greenhouse gas emissions and and, you know, among other things, all to be greener and cleaner and they don't want to do it. A lot of these obviously, who you know it's intrusive it's unnecessary and they know that if they do this that this data is going to be aggregated and then they're going to weaponized against them exactly exactly so what we have in here is they are moving forward with this greenhouse gas corporate reporting they got five million for the epa to enhance standardization and transparency of corporate climate action commitments and plans to reduce emissions and the progress in meeting those plans. Then we move down to uh, they want the administration will impose and collect uh, waste emissions. So it's a waste emissions charge. They're now doing (laughs) on facilities pertaining to uh, petroleum and natural gas and pipelines. So they're imposing a, a waste emissions charge on facilities that exceed 25,000 metric tons of CO2 equivalent emitted per year. And if anyone wants to read the details of that, it's between pages 703 and 708 that gets more into the specifics and the fees and whatnot on that. So they've also got down on page 710, over 4.8 billion in grants to at least one eligible entity per state, Can only imagine who those will be to develop a plan to reduce greenhouse gas air pollution, which will include programs, policies, measures, and projects to achieve this. So they're trying to create the models in the states so that they can make it a permanent thing. So everyone needs to keep their eye on, again, our legislators do not take these grants do not roll out these programs uh now of course this is going to go to an entity an eligible entity it's not necessarily going to the state itself so and this is how they do this crap all the time where they they come in you know kind of out outside of the law
0: right and then
1: they implement these plans and no one's the wiser they don't even know what's happening in their town or their state next thing you know it becomes a law because Mm -hmm. they've they've built up this model so then we've got three billion in block grants to come up with uh community-led monitoring and prevention for zero emission Technology and infrastructure. That's another one that's gonna, you know, fly under the radar with these community-led programs, right? It's Um, that
0: public-private partnership where
1: they get their, (laughs) yeah,
0: their inside buddies and these corrupt corporations who are all in on the great reset to implement these things to take their funding and help implement these things, right?
1: Right, right. And so they've got millions in here. I didn't sit and go through and add it all up, but they have millions in here allocated for brainwashing materials to educate the public and to for the offices to start to create um you know the materials that will assist in moving these forward but they're not using the words regulations just yet so uh in some cases it looks like we have a couple programs that are Going to go into regulations, such as the, the charge I was just talking about on emissions um, related to the petroleum and natural gas. So we have certain things that are moving forward, but then we have other, a whole bunch of others with grants and subsidies and incentives to get all the data they want so they can say, look, the science says this is going to reduce emissions and we need to do this. Therefore, we're going to make this permanent. Look at how wonderful we are with our Inflation Increase Act. So they've also got, um, I'm actually almost to the end of my notes. Can you believe it? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) They've got a couple billion more, just like they did in the Infrastructure Act, for doing more trails. In communities, you know, trails, sidewalks, streets, surface transportation, everything and anything to get us out of our vehicles and um, walking and under their control. And then we've got uh, billions for construction materials, environmentally friendly with low embodied carbon. There's a lot of mention in here on construction materials. Um, Page. Uh, oh, this one's kind of funny. So on page 736 uh the us postal service clean fleets they got their clean fleets for 3 million dollars to purchase zero emission vehicles but the funny thing about this is when i was doing the um the climate report a few weeks back month back i don't even remember when that was uh that was one of the battles the the postal service had either just bought a new fleet or contracted with someone for the fleet. And then there was this huge, you know, rise up over it and argument over it because, well, we're waiting for this bill to pass where we're supposed to have clean fleets, And here they are putting money into getting these, which are not, you know, zero emission vehicles or all electric vehicles, whatever it is they're going to do. So I don't really know if they ended up buying those or not, and if this $3 billion now is kind of a, a moot point, which of course they'll they'll just slush that out somewhere. But I thought that was interesting that that, that one made it in here. Yeah, just anything
0: that they can, you know, any excuse to spend more money, because I think the whole purpose of this is to siphon off as much of our money as possible before the the ship sinks, right? They don't care if it actually is legitimate. In fact, they know it's not in a lot of Mm -hmm. cases. It's really just a massive slush fund
1: well i wouldn't call the mass slush fund i would say there's elements of it that are a slush fund and the rest of it is for our imprisonment yeah 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 (laughs) that pretty much sums up that imprisonment bill uh yeah really really nothing in here um now they're, they're gonna boast right all the tax credits people can get if they get an energy efficient furnace or a this or a skylight or a house or, you know, new builders and developers are going to follow along with their programs to make sure that the homes are totally energy efficient. And so that's really going to help people because they're going to get these energy credits and these savings. And uh, that's, that's how they're trying to sell how this is going to help people. And you know what, uh, just the whole situation with the tax thing oh i know it's, it's, like okay we're thanks gonna for we're your... gonna bleed you mm-hmm. for thousands of dollars a year illegally and now we're gonna offer you this wonderful gesture here but look you can save on your blood money we're gonna knock a thousand dollars off because you put in that skylight aren't but, we wonderful but
0: i'm sorry if you have a a, a mean tweet about this regime, then you just might get a knock on the door from an armed IRS agent, right?
1: (laughs) That's right. Oh, yeah. Pull up Ford's uh, tweet thread that I found. This, This is, I'll let you read it. (laughs)
0: Okay, Ford Fisher wrote this. So the IRS is hiring new special agents. How many? Oh, somewhere in the ballpark of 70,000 to 86,000, something like that. (laughs) Basically doubling their capacity and being larger than any other entity, including the FBI, CIA, DOJ, the, Mm -hmm. the Border Patrol combined. Right, but okay. So going back to Ford's tweet, requirements including working fifty hours per week, which may include irregular mm-hmm. hours, and be on call twenty four seven, including holidays and weekends. And oh yeah, carrying a firearm and will be uh, willing to use deadly force if necessary.
1: Great.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh wow! This is so. This is the uh criminal investigation arm of the i r s which i think um up until this point we didn't even we weren't even aware that the i r s had- a law enforcement agency within it and um through this whole um shit show of a bill uh we have really come to the realization that they do in fact have this criminal investigation arm, and they are hiring and uh yeah so that's um really uh, maybe that's concerning. Why they, wanted to,
1: they wanted to push defund the police so they could bring the law enforcement over to work for the irs instead
0: <laughs> right i mean just looking here on the jobs irs website for this arm of the irs Mm-hmm. Maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. What kind of life-threatening situations <laughs> are on the job of an IRS agent?
1: Well, when, when they pull up in their paid-for vehicles to uh, knock on your door or knock your door down and say, you owe the government $50,000. Right. That person may have a gun inside that house.
0: person must be able to carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary and be willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments for uh-huh. these IRS agents. Yeah. And that may explain why uh, we've been noticing that the IRS has been amassing millions of rounds yeah. of ammo and weapons Right. And this is not new. This has been going on for a long time, like several months or a a couple of years, even. Um, This was put out in um, on August 4th prior to the um, the bill and prior to, you know, Trump's uh, the raid on Trump's house, which we're going to get to in just a minute. But, yeah, so they're talking about why on earth is the IRS buying bullets and I'm not talking about a few bullets, they're amassing enough for a war. Uh, They've currently got 5 million rounds of ammo. Now tell me why the hell does the IRS need so much ammo? And this has prompted um, Rep. Matt Gates to um, introduce a bill known as the Disarm IRS Bill, or Disarm (laughs) the IRS Bill, okay, to stop the IRS from using the money to arm themselves Uh, but according to a government accountability office the irs has 2148 law enforcement officers currently looks like they're hiring though and uh, nearly 4500 weapons and some of those are actual machine guns and over 5 million rounds of ammunition wow
1: yeah yep, unbelievable intimidation
0: yes absolute intimidation of uh the american go
1: back to his thread though because there were a few other good points in there i think
0: oops sorry uh yeah so um yeah they'll be combining accounting skills
1: (laughs) yeah with law enforcement (laughs) with law
0: enforcement skills to investigate financial crimes All income earned, both legal and illegal, has the potential of becoming involved in crimes which fall within the investigative jurisdiction of the IRS criminal investigation. So, yeah, um, it looks like they're really trying to intimidate folks, whether you've committed a crime or not. Um, Yep while these new hired feds are required to carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary the government adds that criminal investigation special agents are part of a diverse workforce that mirrors the tax paying public we serve oh that makes me feel so much better
1: oh yeah it, they, they're been, here wait scroll back down they've been buying up what does he say? And oh, oh a 2018 yeah. report that shows they generally spend six hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars on ammunition a year in the previous seven years. Yeah. So yeah, they've been they've been building up for this monstrosity.
0: Right. That tells you how long that they've been planning this.
1: Right. So so now I gotta go back through my notes. How many billion are these assets getting? Let's so three, let's see. Uh, 3.2 billion there enforcement 45.6 billion operations 25.3 billion business systems moderation 4.8 billion the whole e-file tax system 50 million we got palantir involved we got we got digital identities coming oh yeah yeah wow times ahead
0: Yeah, I'm just reading. So they've got even IRS agents, special agents, attaches. 11
1: foreign countries. And 11
0: foreign countries. Okay. Wow. Cybercrime unit. They're going after Bitcoin.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Ay, ay, ay. ay. These guys. All right.
1: So. Moving to the other three letter agency, the wonderful FBI. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they are just really I I can't uh, help myself but laugh
1: at all this. I mean, we are just we are just living in a complete surreal world, you know.
0: Oh, totally surreal. I mean, this has never happened before in the history of our country. And uh, in the early morning, uh, knowing Trump would be out of town, the FBI raided Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. And they said they were looking for classified documents, which we know Trump had been in cooperation over these documents with the National Archives for months prior to this. And we also know that according to Kash Patel, the president has unilateral authority to declassify documents, which he did with the documents in question. So what's the crime here? And, uh, right. yeah, so we know this isn't about a crime. It's about stopping Trump from running in 2024. What? What? Go ahead.
1: No, I'm just, I'm looking at the video. So this is, this is the aftermath, right? What we're seeing here in this video. So
0: the FBI was at uh, Trump's home from approximately 6 a.m. all the way until the evening, um, okay. till yeah, till dusk. And, and that was on, when,
1: was that on Monday?
0: That was on the 8th. I believe. It was it
1: was like back to back almost with this bill passing, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it was right right on the heels like of us learning hours. about how 87,000 IRS agents are coming after us.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, but this is all about trying to stop Trump from running in 2024, but there's a lot more to it. Of course, I'm sure they want to cover up any uh, incriminating evidence of deep state crimes that he may have and entrap and trapping the president. So the judge who signed off on this, um, Judge Bruce Reinhart, um, well, just, sorry, I have to add this in here. They are actually trying to backtrack by claiming now, and the media echoing now, that this wasn't a raid. This wasn't a raid. Nothing to see here. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Uh, because of the backlash from the public but you know pictures Mm -hmm. obviously emerging um, of this raid and which you know these agents standing around fully armed and everything so yes it was absolutely a raid but so let's talk about this judge for a second and this has gotten a lot of play but it's definitely worth going over again so Judge Bruce Reinhardt um, he is the one who signed off on this warrant to raid uh, the Trump's home. And if you go to the Southern District of Florida's list of magistrate judges here, which I have pulled up, you can see that you, each of the judges are listed and you, it links to their bio a little bit of their history. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that um, oh, Reinhardt
1: doesn't have one.
0: <laughs> no. Look at nope. that doesn't no, nope. can't can't That's click funny. on that one. no. So you can't find out about what uh, Reinhardt's history is, and there's a reason why. What they don't want you to know is that Reinhardt was a U.S. attorney and that he was part of the Jeffrey Epstein investigation in 2008 that resulted Mm -hmm. in Epstein's sweetheart deal and the immunity for his co-conspirators. And they don't want you to know that in the middle of that investigation, with inside information, Bruce Reinhardt flipped from investigating Trump, uh, Epstein to representing Epstein's <coughs> associates. And he was part of, the law, of, of a lawsuit that followed for violating Justice Department policies and switching sides in the middle of the Epstein investigation wow yeah
1: i don't even remember that i'm sure i knew that but i just
0: (laughs) yeah well we heard about acosta but i had never actually heard about bruce Reinhart uh flipping that was new information that really um resurfaced because of this revelation of him Mm. being the one signed off on the warrant but in addition to that well miami herald had reported on it and so, but there's just so many factoids about Epstein. It just must have gotten lost in the shuffle. Never uh, made that connection until we, yeah. Bruce Reinhart became front and center with this warrant that he signed off on. Right. But in addition to that, people have dug up on his uh, social media. It looks like um, Reinhart is not only an Obama donor, but he's also made some social media posts against Trump in the past, which you would think mm. would make him recuse and not be one to sign off on yeah, a right. warrant. No, of course not. No. But it gets worse because um of all the judges to oversee a um lawsuit that Trump had filed against Hillary Clinton and the entire deep state apparatus behind the mm. Russia hoax, it
1: right. was Bruce
0: Reinhardt who was the judge in this uh in this lawsuit. Of right but what's interesting so this lawsuit was filed march 24th 2022 it's still ongoing with the last um updates being just a couple of days ago but what's interesting is that reinhardt uh actually recused himself in this case mm. on june 22nd 2022 Hmm. Why did Bruce Reinhardt recuse? I'm just curious. Did he know what was coming? (laughs) I mean, it really looks like the FBI raid was in the planning and works for weeks, if not months. So (laughs) Uh, and this this recusal on June 22nd, um, as the judge overseeing Trump's lawsuit against Hillary Clinton at all, uh, really does kind of clue you in as to that, how long this has been in the works. Right. So now we find out that there was a mole. The FBI had a mole close to Trump and oh never heard that before
1: yeah
0: that's new (laughs) all right so this mole supposedly tipped off the fbi on when trump would be out of his home and where exactly to find what they were looking for however uh trump himself has come out and said that wait a second look here guys uh you know in in just in june Um, You know, I'd met with DOJ and the FBI and they knew exactly where everything was stored. And I actually, uh, upon their request, added an extra lock. So he says here. In early June, the DOJ and FBI asked my legal representatives to put an extra lock on the door leading to the place where boxes were stored in Mar-a-Lago. We agreed. They were shown the secured area and the boxes themselves. Then on Monday, without notification or warning, an army of agents broke into Mar-a-Lago, went to the same storage area, and ripped open the lock that they themselves had asked to be installed. A surprise attack, politics, and all the while our country is going to hell. So uh, Mm. literally, literally, um, you know, just they they, they broke open the lock that they themselves had requested to be uh, put in place. They knew exactly where the documents were because Trump had shown them. He was working with them. Uh, It just shows you that it was all a show. It's designed to create this illusion of some sort of criminal act, right? Right. But meanwhile, Obama trucked 30 million pages of records to Chicago after he left office, none of which have been disclosed to the National Archives. That's no big deal. Mm -hmm. So it shows you the absolute hypocrisy here. This is absolutely nothing about documents. Trump has the full authority to declassify documents as a president, which he himself did. Right. And he is doing exactly the same as any other previous president, Obama Bush. They all have done the same, and it's they're only going after Trump, which shows you exactly that it's political, it has nothing to do with some sort of criminal activity right but um we got some going back to the warrant and the witnesses of the raid, so the FBI agents refused to show the warrant to trump's attorney and actually kicked her yes kicked her out of the property while they conducted their raid so there would be no witnesses to what they were doing inside the house leaving the very real possibility that the fbi could have planted evidence to entrap trump or even bugged the house so they could go fishing for something you know anything how can they get away with
1: not showing the warrant to the attorney? exactly
0: exactly it's absolutely criminal
1: so wait so so were the security cameras turned off or no nope
0: so fortunately (laughs) eric trump says they refused to turn off the security cameras while the fbi was in the house so they are no doubt combing through that footage to see exactly what the deep state operatives were doing in that house and
1: campaign ad
0: exactly that's exactly (laughs) what people were calling for release the footage you know go through it release the footage um show what these criminals Um, who are abusing their power were doing inside of your house. It would make for incredible campaign ads um, should he and when he does announce. So uh, the DNC and Clinton lawyer Mark Elias um From Perkins coy and Perkins coy should ring a bell for you because it's all about the Russia <laughs> hoax. Yeah. So he was oh, yeah. really the architect of the Russia hoax, and he's well also very well known for his legal ba- battles to fix elections mm-hmm. and rig elections. Mm-hmm. So he tweeted uh, their game plan uh when all of this went down, which is this plan to use a statute statute 18 us code 2071 which talks all about how political figures um, who remove or conceal documents is a crime and if they're found guilty that would uh, cause a person to be disqualified uh, from holding any office and it's really Mm -hmm. just ironic that you know here is hillary clinton's right <laughs> lawyer right. talking about crimes of removing and destroying documents
1: wow and and that was at 509 p.m uh, On the what
0: 8th.
1: Time? Yeah. uh right while this raid was still taking place he mm-hmm. made sure to point that out uh-huh. yep
0: it shows you their plan um oh yeah so they're trying to be able to get him to be disqualified for running for office. But again, as the president, Trump had full authority over the which, whichever documents to be de- de- declassified. So there's no crime here. And
1: uh, but just, you yeah. know, you, you, you got to think that. So if if the FBI told him or whoever it was that told him that he needed to uh, DOJ, was it that told him he needed to uh Put an extra lock on and whatnot, you would think he'd have that in writing somewhere.
0: Right. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. I'm sure this will all get fleshed out. Um, I'd like to
1: edit the video. That would be fun.
0: (laughs) Trump's not stupid. I know he knows how to CYA. Like, if I'm going to talk to the FBI and DOJ, I'm going to record it. I'm going to have it all in writing. You know what I mean? Because he knows these people. They've been after him for years. Uh, So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was the FBI and the DOJ that he had had apparently Mm. spoken to in June and were aware of where his documents were were and he was cooperating with them as far as putting an extra lock on them Uh, so but anyways speaking of Hillary Clinton um, literally hours after the raid Hillary is shilling and selling her own swag to profit from it and brag about how she destroyed classified emails on her private server and got away with it I mean, I just cannot believe. I shouldn't the be shocked. <laughs> I shouldn't be shocked. But I mean, these people <laughs> constantly people. shock me with the new lows that they steep to. Yep.
1: Unbelievable. Yep. And she'll probably sell some.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is clearly this shows shows you how brazen when did they she are. She post that. She posted this on August ninth at five forty three. Yeah, the, the next, next day. Morning. Next morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So she already had the hats printed up. She already had the hats printed up, right? Oh,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Ready to go. Hmm. Okay. So this just shows you how brazen they are. And this is clearly, I think, designed to piss people off. Right? Mm. I mean, this is poking the bear.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: So which brings me to the big question of why? Why would they do all of this? And knowing that there was going to be some major lashback. Because, and I think that there are several reasons why. Of course, we know that um, a lot of this has to do with their intent to stop Trump from running in 2024 by any means necessary. It's also likely that they want to um, cover up any kind of incriminating evidence or of crimes that they have committed, and simultaneously try to entrap Trump. Uh, mm-hmm. But it also, I think, um, may be likely that they're trying to intimidate voters going in, and candidates going into the 2022 election and try to sway that election. But interestingly, uh, the, a poll just came out this week following the raid. And of all of the Republicans that were polled and asked, does the FBI raid on President Trump increase your motivation to vote in the 2022 election 83.3 percent said yes and if there was a hell yes i'm sure it would have
1: been well at the the same time well okay two questions i have one is do they say how many people they polled on this i always like to know that i think they actually it's like a thousand or two thousand people but
0: yeah I think they actually polled, when I looked at this briefly, I think they actually polled more Democrats than Republicans. Yeah, they polled, they had a, a left-leaning poll here, uh, pulling more Democrats than Republicans. Uh, let's see. I mm. don't know if it shows how many.
1: Okay, uh, well. Oh, <laughs> oh
0: 1,095. 1,095 okay. respondents, yeah.
1: Yeah, they they always do like a thousand or two thousand people. I just feel like let's at least get five thousand. But well,
0: I can say anecdotally that a lot of people um, on social media are talking about. Their responses or, like, say, their neighbors or friends' responses to the news of this raid. And Mm. anybody who has been on the fence, who has been an independent, there's a lot of feedback anecdotally about how this has absolutely solidified their plans to vote Republican and their plans to turn out the vote in 2022 and 2024 and support Trump.
1: Right. And so what this also does is this poll now tips them off to to understand um, how much harder they're going to have to work at cheating.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, it's all no. going to give, yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> but I think there's another reason that we really need to talk about. And I think that it goes back to that Hillary tweet, just really digging it in about her emails and how obviously she's trying to piss people off. Right. I do think that they're, um, they are trying to incite protests, which they can then manipulate, just as they did the January 6th, Protest. And so um, we had Deep State FBI Director Ray come out uh, being questioned following the raid. And of course, he wasn't willing to comment on the investigation itself because that would just be unethical, right? Of course. But he sh- was sure to comment about how the, about these so called threats that the, uh, f- of the, um, of the citizens to the FBI and the DOJ and what they're, the threats that they're receiving. And the, mm-hmm. the media has gotten their talking points because they're all repeating it. So I'm going to play this clip right. real quick so you can get kind of an idea of where this is going.
1: Hello, Director. Former
0: President Trump is raising the prospect of agents, planning evidence in the FBI search of his residence in Mar-a-Lago, saying his lawyer's mm-hmm. name is not allowed to observe the search. Can you address that particularly as many of the Trump supporters on the issue civil call to arms and threats against your agents in light of the search?
1: Well, as I'm sure you can appreciate, that's not something that I can talk about, so I'd refer you to the Department. Um, as to the issue of threats, um, I will say that I'm always concerned about violence and threats of violence against law enforcement. Uh, And that is a topic that I have been talking about frequently, uh, including earlier today with law enforcement partners here in Nebraska and yesterday with law enforcement partners in Iowa and Illinois. Uh, And any threats made against law enforcement, including the men and women of the FBI, uh, as with any law enforcement agency, are, are deplorable and dangerous. Of W-O-W.
0: Mar-a-Lago, authorities are monitoring social media posts and they're spotting a significant increase in death threats aimed at agents, Ray and Garland. These threats continue at a steady pace online. And
1: even civil war. This was the top comment on the search on the pro-Trump site, The Donald, last night. Quote, lock and load with references to a civil war. Talking very violently about civil war. Searches for civil war. Spikes. They're talking about civil
0: war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. This is the kind of violence.
1: And there's the buzzword civil war. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. So, I think it really goes without saying that any protests that we do must be peaceful. And anyone who is calling for violence has got to be called out and cast out because they're clearly going to be probably very likely operatives, right? Yeah. Trying to manipulate and uh, cast the protests into a certain light so they can then justify more authoritarianism. They are looking for ways to go after us just as they are with the IRS and now this is just another excuse to impl- yeah but I think, more authoritarianism. People, I,
1: I think most people are wise to it and they're just not falling for this crap anymore right Absolutely. so it's just gonna it's just gonna die flat i mm-hmm. mean th- these intimidation tactics can only be used so many times before people see the writing on the wall and say nope i see through that one mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think yeah. that, you know, even back during January 6th, when there were people that clearly appeared to be feds like Ray Epps and were calling for for storming the Capitol, the, the people around them were calling them out, saying, fed, 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 right?
1: <laughs> right. So,
0: so people are wise to it. A- even more now and they just need to be aware that anybody that's calling for violence or calling for some sort of illegal activity associated with protests uh need to call it what it is you know it's another fed surrection 2.0 and so just call it out and cast it out uh so that um we Um, as you know just patriots and citizens concerned citizens about where this country is going don't get painted in that light
1: right absolutely and before we go i just want to mention that we just uh released our first episode of the solution series on thursday night it's on food forest abundance and the first episode's free so everyone should check that out and we'll link it below Awesome. Awesome.
0: Great job on that. I know you've been super busy. So again, guys, we will not be here next week, but look for us the following week when I'm all moved in. And uh, please be and sure. Ho- to-
1: hopefully go- I'll have my report done by then and we can go over it.
0: Yes. Looking forward to that one. <laughs> all right. So guys, please be sure to share this podcast. We're on BitChute, Foxhole, Gab GabTV, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Pilled, Rumble, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. And we'll see you back next time. Right here on Digit.